Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, After Buzzers? Tonight on the Gotham After Show, we talk Azariel taking the Gotham streets looking for blood. Let's chat. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <sighs> nice and slow. What's the title of the song again? Where's my mind? Where's my mind? That is very, that is a very suitable uh, title for this episode. Suitable mm. song for this episode. As Azariel goes bananas. What's up, After Buzzers? Thank you for tuning into another Gotham After Show, Season Two, Episode Nineteen. Azariel, and it went down. Today was filled with awesomeness. Uh, I am Michael Drew. You can find me on Twitter at Michael underscore Drew. Michael E A L. I'm here with my boy, Steve Kaufman. What's up, Steve? I am Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. This episode went down like it goes down in the DMs. Damn. That's how hard it goes down. Damn. No, it was... This was a really good one. Oh, also, guys, please go to YouTube.com slash TV. Subscribe, watch us, iTunes, share, comment, Twitter. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Stitcher. We're probably Stitcher. Stitcher. Stitcher oh, okay. might be Stitcher might still be a thing and we might still be on Well if it, it is a thing, um, find me. Us. Also, uh Monty Bellanos, she is in Milan currently. Yes. She has that scarf line <laughs> that's just out of control. Yes, yeah, so she'll be back We're next lucky week. We'll have her when we have Hopefully. her. Hopefully. <laughs> um all right, so initial thoughts. Let me see let me see my initial thoughts first, if you don't mind. Do you mind, Steve? Because I usually give it to you first. Our show, Steve. I know. We're a duo. We're a dynamic duo today. Um it was hotness. I really, they, there were just so many in parts of this episode where you're just like, oh, that's why Bruce, oh, that's why Bruce is going to be who he is. That's why this city is going to end up being the city it is. And it was, I mean, it wasn't campy, but they did such a good job with it. They introduced Israel yeah. in such an awesome way. I think they finally, they finally gave us what we, <laughs> What was that motion you just did with your hand? <laughs> I, you're just like, I just feel like they just gave us, like, what'd they give you? <laughs> no, but I do feel like they they gave us what we've been looking for mm-hmm. with like the payoff with Hugo Strange that he's not he's not the Hugo Strange that's smart enough to figure out Batman, okay, or that figure out that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Like he's still very much in his earlier stages. Like this is the first time he brought somebody back to life, yeah. and he didn't know what to do once he came back to life. Yeah, and the camp is there. But they've done a great job of knowing where their li- where their hard lines are mm-hmm. on the camp that this universe seems like so rich. And are you digging that? Do you like the fact that? Do you like it how they're going from step by step? How he doesn't have all the answers at first? Yeah, and he has to find his way in. Well, it's important because if he had all the answers, they'd need Batman. That's some. I think those of you who listen that's, to this podcast a lot, I talk, I say that, that a is lot. That you need to walk a line that these villains need to be beatable by a cop. Yeah, granted, a super cop at this point, but a cop nonetheless. That's true. Them at their macro. At their max level, it's above police enforcement. Like, they can't do anything. Yeah. Well, any any good villain, any good DC villain at their macro level is would be Batman or Superman. Yeah. So, like, at their absolutely maximum level, so you can't be that. Like, you need to dial them back to, like, 15 or 20. Yeah. 
Because 15 or 20 is where Gordon can still take him. And Gordon would learn some stuff while he takes him. True. Also, uh, somebody on Twitter said we should just talk in wrestling terms. Well, we there, um, there'll be a few wrestling uh, euphemisms. I think, a few I think wrestling Bar- metaphors. Barnes, Barnes got over tonight. I mean, I'm, I thought I thought he was about to be. I can't think of wrestling. I thought he was about to get killed off. Is there a wrestling term for that? Buried. I thought he was about to get he buried. buried. He was about to get buried. I thought he was going to get buried tonight. Um, all right, so we pretty much start off full throttle. I'm gonna go to this camera right here. Hey that's, guys, uh, we start that's off. Your full th- that's my camera in the tight blue shirt. Uh, we start off with Gallivant going full throttle as he's going insane in his room. And the whole point, like you just said, mm. Hugo Strange is there trying to analyze what to do with him. Yeah, and he seems like he seems calm about it. Yeah, but very much like fascinated in the way of like what I don't know. And it was so cool. But like it, you just like. A yoke, you have a yoked up zombie. <laughs> you have a yoked up zombie who was the former mayor. That, I would imagine he's not the mayor. They keep saying Mayor Theo Gallifrey. Yeah, that had to be a muscle shirt. They had to shirt. have replaced the mayor by yeah. now. Yeah, that is true. But dude, that had to be a muscle shirt. That dude was, he was swollen. I would like to think that's the actor. You think so? I think. I don't know. I've seen this actor before. He's not, I mean, I'm, I'm a, maybe I, I could he, be wrong. he wore a lot of suits last season. That's a good that, point. The first half of se- this season. He might just be a swole dude. I mean, that dude was swollen. Gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. He also came onto this show like in the late summer. That's true. And knew he didn't have to be swole until they what shot these scenes in like February or March. That's enough time to get swole. Yeah, so he probably hit that HGH real hard during the summer. I didn't say that. Trying to fill my role. I'm trying to be Theo Gallivant. I I feel like I feel like that's not. Well, I, mean, I feel like we shouldn't even imply that. That's, well, I mean, it's, it's not illegal for uh, for an actor. Right, the he's not. He's not. He's not, he's not uh, the, competing. That's for a different podcast. But I will say, a banned substance is a banned substance. But he's a villain. <laughs> They're allowed to use banned substance. He's a villain. Um, all right. So I liked how when Theo Gallivant was going insane, how they they uh, they verbalized how that he had to piece together parts of his memory, and hmm. he was just choosing the wrong pieces. Well, and I also enjoyed that. They dealt with the they dealt with the reality of bringing someone back from the dead, mm. which happens a lot in the DC comic book world. Well, I was about to say it happens a lot. You know that was I've witnessed before, and it is yeah, difficult. Like, I, that happened yesterday. Ah, but like, but that it's not just Theo Gallivan wakes up, yeah. and he's Azrael. Yeah, it's yeah. like no Theo Gallivan wakes up, and his body, and his psyche, and his mind, and everything that is, and came to terms with the fact that he was dead is bugging out. Because they don't understand the concept of being brought back from the dead, which I think makes a lot of sense. Poor Theo. And was conveyed, conveyed perfectly in this episode. Yeah, poor Theo, man. He's like, he comes back from the dead, and it also gets overshadowed, because he's not the the, the most popular character to, to come back from the dead this week. <laughs> you like that? I see what you did You there. like that? Shout out to Jon Snow. Spoilers. Sorry, guys. For real, um, I, that was That was unacceptable. Well, some. hey. We're villains here, man. We don't play by the rules. <laughs> oh, we are. Oh. So, well, I mean, we're re- we're representing. We only talk, if we talk about villains, we represent the villains. All right. So, okay. Gallivant, his their pieces are the piece, the parts of his mind are getting put together, and Hugo jumps on board, and he already I like how he already assesses a a, a plan mm. and starts reading the old booklets, the old uh, the old Saint Dumas book. Yes, and I feel like if, I'm pretty sure he's refreshing his memory on the old Saint Dumas book. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's very classically educated. That he's aware, he's aware of that book. It's just like what page? What are the st- no Azrael? I get it. 
Like he didn't need to read it very much. Hugo? Yeah, Hugo Strange did not need. Wasn't to, like, it a secret book though that only the only his only um Gallivan's family probably had? No. I I mean Gallivan's family and then like the rich to do studious types. Yeah, studious. Studious people. Speaking of studious, my boy Jim Gordon shows up and he goes right to oh, Hugo this Strange. Scene was so good. And he just they're going tell for tell. Just reading one oh, another. Oh, this scene was like, so good. Like, I see you. This I see was... you. You like that? Oh, everything about this scene. It was juicy. It's juicy. It, was, <laughs> it, was it reminded me of... Um, I took an acting for screen class when I was in college. <laughs> okay. And I won't name the, the professor's name because he's still probably there. Okay. But he was just this dude, and he, all he ever ta- taught any of us about acting was steaks. <laughs> right. Mm. See, you feel it. Mm. You feel it in your mouth, right? Mm. Yeah. Steaks. Get them okay. Steaks. Hmm. And then I would always have fever dreams about him just sitting eating steak. Huh. It's like mmm, steak. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it's just the... Okay, so um I I have but no that's, But I, no, that's how I felt in the scene. Okay, that, like, it was a tasty it was, it was that, a it was tasty that, okay, good. steak filled, like everything was on the line, like the whole season was leading to that scene. Okay. Is what I was that's true. Beating around the bush to get to. Okay, well, well done. Because I, I was, I was mm-hmm. struggling. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I thought that was a very, very good scene. I like how they're going back and forth. Uh, I like how sometimes Gotham always shocks me with when they have a when they're about to go into a scene and they just go right into it. They don't like they don't subtly do things, and I like that. I yeah, like how they because you know, lesser, we already know a lesser show would have done that scene haphazardly at the yeah. end of last week. Or way too late at the end of like this, or in the middle of this week. Yeah, where Gordon was just kind of like being this weird detective. Like Gordon's being like Mr. Magoo about it. Yeah, like well, I'm not sure. Yeah, like Barnes would be. Yeah, like maybe. Whereas like Gordon by now, it's like no, I know it's you. Yeah, I just want to sit in a room and call you out on your BS. Yeah, he's so upfront. And then sent and then completely bluff you into giving me all the information I need to come after you. Like, look, look, dude, I think you killed Thomas. I think you set this all up, and I'm coming to get you. And I think, and I think you're resurrected. Uh, and I think Victor Freeze is alive. Yep. And he's like, then Hugo was reading his tells, and then he counted him with his tells, mm-hmm. and then he faked him with the envelope. That was a good bluff. That was a good bluff. And Dan, you called it because Dan would have did it. Who? Dan, the dis- district attorney, oh, Dan yeah, yeah, yeah. would have actually done that. Yeah. It would have been unorthodox because you know Gordon's like not a cop like yeah. at all, but Dan would have done that for Gordon. Yeah. And I like how Hugo was trying to blame it on Thomas. Cornball. What a bastard. I'm a man. Damn, that sucks. All right. And then I like how... Uh, so then we move on, and we see Nigma has pretty much, you know, become the bell of the ball. I just... You mean, you mean the bob of the ball? I mean, or maybe the, uh, the bell dude, of the ball. No, if, you're, if you're a dude, it's the bob of the ball. Is it the bob of the ball? I may have made that up right now, but that makes complete sense like, to me. The, well, okay. Well, it's the, um, you know. The bell is not a gender neutral term. Well, so you have to, <laughs> well, maybe it's time it should be. Well, okay. So so he becomes the sum of the ball. And he's taken <laughs> over. Like, it's probably the first time he's ever been, like, the most popular kid in school. Yeah. But, well, because he gets psychopaths. Well, hey. Yeah. Every, everybody gets something, and he, he and gets he, psychopaths. Yes. He completely understands everybody's everybody's problem. And I think he, this this was a really fun piece where it's like brains are puzzles. Yeah, that's you know what I. That's mm-hmm. a very good point. He read all of their brains like a puzzle and figured out how to use all of them. Mm-hmm. And he had them all like his little, his little, uh, his little crew. And I think we we see him we see him at the end of this episode that he thinks where he's headed 
is out. Yeah. And it's it's so not. It's like he's one of those guys who's too smart for his own good. Yeah, like pretty much he's smart enough to command that legion of people. Yeah. But he feels the need to be so clever to find the the, the hidden door that takes him to the elevator that he thinks is going to take him to yeah. the outside and actually just gets him more dirty and confused. It's like he over Whereas he could have just commanded all those people to like put a hole in the wall. And he could just leave. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll overcomplicate something just for the satisfaction of doing something complicated to make himself feel good exactly. about himself. He's That's crazy. We figured out the puzzle of his mind. Yeah, that was really good. I'm proud of myself. We're available, <laughs> for, we're available for parties. You like how I just bogarted that? I'm proud of myself for what I just did. Sure. I'm joking. Yeah. Who am I without Steve? Who am I? All right, so Nigma. Uh... Okay, so yeah, so Jim comes through. He has a little tête-à-tête with Nigma with mm-hmm. uh, with with Jim, and then he tells Jim that like you can't beat me. And Jim's like, "Hey, uh, I, I did. already did, dude. <laughs> like, you're that's why you're here." And then Hugo comes through, and he tries. And this is where we find out that how he worked everyone's brain. He tries to get on Hugo's good side to, to help him take down Jim. And Hugo just he he accepts what he says, but he figure out figures out how to do it by himself. And mm-hmm. the one thing that Enigma said was about this. He knows how everyone has a story. Yeah. Because that's what he meant by puzzle and solving. The puzzle yeah. is that like it needs to make sense. Mm-hmm. Literally. And that's... You, you make a story. You make a narrative. Yeah. And then he learned, like, oh, well, I can just trick... I can trick... Um, I can trick Gallivant into thinking he is Azrael. Yes. Who is... In the comics, like this big deal, and like this part was the best. Like it, like legitimate. There's like legitimate religious undertones in the comics, mm-hmm. whereas I like this that it's similar to how they do Thor in the Marvel movies. Okay, where it's like, no, we're going to completely explain why this man thinks he's Azrael, and it's not necessarily based. Yeah, it's not necessarily based in religion at all. Yeah, and he and he and he does it in a way that, like, it's such a uh, an opening. To do this with so many characters, because later on, as we see, he's reading the uh, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, and he's quoting he's the Mad, Mad Hatter. Hatter. Mad Hatter, oh. who we've not seen anything remotely close to Mad Hatter yet. Like we have not seen like a person who who will turn out to be Mad Hatter. The chat will tell me if yeah. I'm incorrect. I'm pretty sure. Like I was, I was asking you that too. Like I don't think we've introduced, we've seen the character. Because what's the what's Mad Hatter's real name? It's it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty memorable name. Um, but I don't think we've comic book websites will tell us. Yeah, I don't. But, yeah, I don't think we've seen him though. But it was just so epic when he was reading it and the way Hugo was reading it. It just got he just got me so excited. I was like, oh my god, really excited for Mad Hatter. Oh, yeah, because that's the that's the villain we haven't really seen much of in like mainstream DC media. That is true. So him see, or the Clock King. I always like the Clock King. Clock King would be fun. I always like the Clock King. That's one of my favorite episodes in animated series. Yeah. It always broke my heart. And and we it goes without saying. A clock king dialed down to twenty, so Gordon can take him. Yeah, it's, so he can't tell time correctly. Yeah, <laughs> just you dial that. I'm always late. Oh, Jarvis Jarvis Fetch is the name the, of the Mad Hatter. Yes, I do. Jarvis Tetch or Jarvis Fetch? That's I know it's Jarvis Fetch. Okay. Jarvis Fetch. Yes. So I'm. Um, Who said that? Um, Tadoris Malsha in the chat said. Shout out to Jarvis you. Fetch. Martin's well Vetch was close with Marvis Tetch. Mm. A lot of etch. Yeah. Well, a, typo. a lot of etch up in that. <laughs> a lot of etch. A lot of etch up in that chat. So Bruce, uh, so Jim, he goes he goes right to, to Bruce and he tells him exactly what's going on. And I this is another this is why I really like this episode. Like every part is kind of um was like a piece into the puzzle that's going to be the future of Gotham and Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne and Batman. So in the next scene, Jim is just he tells uh Bruce that that Hugo's behind the whole thing. And I love this moment where Bruce is just like, 
all right, we can't wait for cops to do this. We have to do our own thing. Like Bruce is starting to understand that cops can't do everything, mm-hmm. and you have to blur the lines a little bit. Like not, yeah. and, you know. But then Jim is telling him you can't go blur the lines too bad because you though, won't can't... be able to come back. Yeah, like, you won't be able to come back. Well, you, you gotta have to. You gotta like be a bat or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or or just be a bat, Bruce. You just just, just you be a bat. Dress up in a costume and be above the law because you become a symbol. Jim tells him you need to be better. Don't be like me because at this at this moment he thought he killed Gallivant. It's like don't be me. My can lady we, left me. Can we be clear? He did kill Gallivant. Yeah, but it doesn't look like it now. They don't. He doesn't know. He's like Th- yes, but he did kill Gallivant. Yeah, he did like, kill Gallivant. Um, but yeah. Um, and then we and then Hugo while programming he plays the video he he video programs Adriel that was just cool. crazy that was cool because you gotta I just wonder I wonder if there was like a former video editor or production guy that wound up in Arkham that's like maybe there's a webisode about him where he's just like Ugh. that's actually not a bad idea you want me to so you just want you just expect me to cut hours worth of footage together in like two 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 hours you want me to cut together. 10 hours worth of footage in 2 hours like that's not even humanly po- oh, okay I don't want the cortisone let's go yeah, that's not a bad concept for a web series uh, a worker at Arkham who's like this is crazy another one that's not bad I might I, consider that I might write that um, I am full of supplementary content <laughs> supplementary web content for any show or or property oh uh, you can find me on twitter at K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N and I'll send you a reel um so uh, they end up taking Helsinger to go sacrifice him pretty much to his Adriel. Is mm-hmm. it is there Azrael, Azrael? Sorry. So they go sacrifice him to Azrael. Enigma follows. Um, little town and I forget is never mind. Is it, was there a town called Azrael? I believe Azrael is in the in the little town in Bethlehem song. I'm not making that oh, up. Okay. I'm I don't feel like sussing out that whole song right now. Oh, I was hoping you would. <laughs> um, so and then they they end they end up giving him a sword like they do oh, they Hugo plays is so smart he gives him a sword and just gives does and does the whole spiel like he was very dramatic well because the, the I'm mytholo- sure he took the mythology the mythology was there that this is the sword of sin mm-hmm. like it's passed down for a thousand years and it's just it represents everything and you just need the sword of sin and you will yield the sword of sin because you are Azrael yeah and it's like dude we just. We just had that editor guy make a sword too. <laughs> like, like we just bought this. He's we just bought the replica. He's an editor who's the son of a blacksmith. Like yeah. we, he's a real get. We should we should really promote him. Um. So he pretty he so Azrael gets sicked on Jimmy on Jimmy Gordon, and and Jim goes to Barnes and Barnes just doesn't want to hear it. And I love how Bruce just jumps in. It's like you're gonna listen to him. Mm-hmm. Good old Bruce. And then Barnes is like, fine, kid. Damn, who is this kid? Like man, does money although give I you courage? Like, <laughs> although I do like how Barnes, Barnes was like, "Listen, kid, Mr. Wayne, Mr. Chickles is a badass." Yes, he's a, he's just he he plays it so good. Like you you like, I'm so glad at my prediction, which was the only prediction I've had wrong, by the way, <laughs> uh, of him being actually bad or being part of Gallivant's crew or being like in his pocket was wrong. I'm, I'm really so happy I was here to tell you you were wrong <laughs> about that prediction. I was going for it. I mean, I just, it just made sense, but I'm glad. I'm glad Barnes is on the up and up. So, Nygma pretty much gets his new uh, his new gang to round up oh, round up tools to escape. <laughs> and he wanted, when he had the spatula. Was it? No, the uh, fly swatter. The fly swatter that was made of leather, which usually they're made of plastic, but old school ones were made of leather. Yeah. 
Um, but he wanted a bug zapper, and I, I like just the, the, the little stuff like that. Yeah, the, the to little... establish the just crazy people and like little the little things. But he used the newspaper to get out yeah. the first time, and now he used the ultraviolet light to like track where the actual hole in the wall is. Mm-hmm. Picks a lock, he winds up in an elevator. The elevator goes down, does not go up. Yeah, and will it? It's literally taking him the exact opposite yeah. of where he, he wants to go, yeah. which is out. Yeah, he wants out, and he's going down the Indian Hill and where like, Jerome is. Yeah, and it's crazy when he as soon as he goes down, he's like, where Freeze is, where um, Fish Mooney is, where Mad Hatter is, some incarnation of Mad yeah. Hatter is. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very. I'm, That's no bueno for him I unless wanna, he can figure them out. Yeah, I'm more curious to see what if he's going to just stay there, if he's going to find his way out. Um, I have a prediction about that. Okay, we'll get there. When we get there. So, uh, so pretty much while Barnes is arguing with Jim, and Adriel comes in, and you know, and he comes in like a bat out of hell. Mm-hmm. He comes in like a with the cape, the epic, like very epic uh, speeches, and he just proceeds to go at them. He starts beating the crap out of them, and then he runs. Right? Does that, yes. And did you see little Lil Wayne get that extra moment? Of yes. Ma- a masked, cru- a masked caped crusader. Yeah. Like doing parkour over yeah. an empty warehouse, and then when he's running, he out, you felt just see inspired. Bruce. Like this was an, in, in, like this moment, years down the line, will be like, I, I need to be a cape crusader who knows parkour, yeah, but is really swollen buff, like like Azrael, right? I saw yeah. Azrael when I was fifteen, yeah, that I mean, guy, yeah, it was crazy. I mean, I like it, like there's, I love those little pre moments where you're just like, oh, so that's where he got the idea. Uh, and then we also see the penguin at home, who's going, who's dealing with his new, his new refound insanity, with his dead stepmother still at the table. That was cool. That was actually kind of cool. That was cool because we, he, they just kind of left us there. I wonder, because I once again, like this show doesn't like, doesn't always like to like have them have someone immediately come up to grace. Yeah. Like I, I like that he had to sit at that table for like a whole week or two. Yeah. Just be like, nope, you killed two people and fed them to the other person. And you're crazy, but you inherited a house, kind of. Yeah. So you're going to stay in that house and sit at that yeah. table with that corpse that ate two other corpses. He probably looks at the corpse like a sense of achievement. <laughs> like, I I got that. I'm like, I now. handled that. I got this. Like, that's for my father. You killed my father. Quick question. Do we think this was anywhere near Hugo Strange's plan? What? Penguin? For Penguin to eventually just essentially turn back. I don't think so. I mean, I didn't even think about it. So like that's what I'm so. thinking. That's why I like the Hugo Strange we're seeing now. That he's not some evil mastermind who's going to make Penguin a sleeper cell. He's just some guy who brainwashes him for a little bit and learns what he can. Yeah, just be like, I can set him free, and then like he might go crazy and kill some people <laughs> and inherit a house. I'm not sure. I saw you chuckle. Did someone say something funny in the chat? Probably. <laughs> um. All right. So Barnes. Oh, so that, now we're at the GCPD, and in order to save Jim, because Jim doesn't want to be saved, doesn't want to be saved, he wants to st- stick with it and go after Adriel himself. They lock up Jim. They lock up Jim, which always turns out to be a stupid idea. Did you, did you have that like scary movie moment, like similar, like don't go upstairs? I'm like, don't lock Jim in. Yeah. If you don't want Azrael at the police station, don't lock Jim in the police station. I, I didn't. I wasn't even thinking about Adriel. Like Azrael. Azrael only knew one person's name, and yeah. it was Jim Gordon's. Yeah. Barnes knew this. He should have, if anything, been using Gordon as bait, and that should have been the complaint. Yeah. But that wouldn't have been Barnes. So because there's enforcing the law and abiding the law. That is true. So so then um, Adriel 
Azrael. I mean, when I because I've been reading the comic for a long time, and when I read mm. the comic, I will always pronounce it Azrael, so it's very hard. So bear with me; That's it's fine. hard for me to pronounce it Azrael. So Azrael breaks Say Gallivant in. Gallivant again. <laughs> Gallivant. That's not it. <laughs> That's not it. Well, Gallivant. There's no, no T. Gallivant. Yeah, oh. there, there's been no tea this whole okay. time. Okay, well, whatever. It's, been it's Gallivant and Azrael, okay? Yes. And I'll be damned. <laughs> I'll be damned. So, Azrael, Azrael comes in, and he pretty much takes out the entire police force. And oh, it was so, like a slick ninja. Of course. It was brutal, man. Like knives, swords through the back. That was that was, that was dope. Oh, that was dope. And, and Bard must be like, crap. Them, he showed them compassion first. He was like, give me Bruce. Yes. Or, sorry, give me Gordon. Yes, he said, he said listen, give me... Give me Gordon. Yeah, give or me everyone. Gordon. Or everyone dies. Give me Gordon or I kill everybody. I think I think this isn't an idle threat. I'm pretty sure you know I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. So they go for it and they have their little um, knockdown drag out fight and Barnes and Jim escape and go into the back and Adriel and and uh, Barnes go toe to toe and his the mask comes off. And and Barnes sees mm-hmm. Barnes sees his Gallivant. Now that's the part I was really waiting for this whole fight. I was like, I can't wait till they see his face. Yeah, um, my prediction for this episode that didn't necessarily come true is that I thought he was going to get vanquished because we had that one scene where he looked at his face on a poster. Yeah, and then he had flashbacks of who he actually was because mm-hmm. it's all still in there. It's just psyches. Yeah, his psyche's incredibly fractured. So I thought this ep- by the end of this episode, Gordon was just going to turn him. Gordon was literally just going to be like, no, you're Theo Gallivan. You were the mayor. You're this guy. You were an asshole, but that's who you were. I've been working on my Gordon. Yeah, I think that might still be in play for next week. Yeah, I think that's the ultimate plan. But I think it seems like Azrael is going to either be completely shelved till next season, or he's going to be one of like six monsters we have to face in the next three weeks. Oh, man, I cannot wait to see. Well... All right. well, also, while we're there, um, a lot of folks in the chat are saying that Strange is definitely still penguin. Or Strange is definitely still experimenting on the penguin. The penguin shows Strange's weaknesses, hubrids. He thought he could have control over the penguin, but underestimated his skills in programming his mind. Oh, so okay, it's a possibility. There's, there's both sides in this chat. All right, so it it all it ends with Adriel gutting. Well, his 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 awesome sword gets broken, and then mm. he guts he guts Barnes. Runs away from Jim after Jim pumps him full of lead with the shoddy. How many times can Barnes be near death? I mean, I think it's only the second time. He's got one more in this he's season. He's got one more. It's, I, he's not going to make it to the end. Of, he's not going to make it to season three. Then we should really get him in here. I'm assuming he'll make it to season three, which is why I have not reached out. Okay. Well, we'll try. We should really get him in here if you don't think he's... If you honestly don't think he's going to make it... I know. We should really try to get him in here. I know. Because he every time he does get stabbed on this show, I have that moment of like... Really should have asked Michael Chiklis to yeah, be in. Yeah, I really. This could have been the week he could have been here to talk to us. Yeah, but then I don't think. I think that'll be kind of a running gag with this character is that he'll just keep getting stabbed. Well, but he's just like co- a tough. He's just a tough dude. There's gonna have to be a moment where he passes the baton to Jim. Now, whether he's gonna pass the baton because he chooses, or whether he's gonna pass the baton because it's taken from. Well, him. he's a captain. Who? He's he's the captain. Oh, he's not the commissioner. He's not you're the right, commissioner. You're right, you're if right. anything, he becomes the commissioner, and then Gordon him, becomes the captain. We just don't like see the commissioner. The commissioner. He's yeah. the captain of probably the homicide squad. Mm-hmm. Like a homicide squad or just the detectives in general? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's a commissioner. But it's not the guy. It's okay. not the guy it once was that we did know. It's okay. a, There's a different commissioner. All right. So 
uh, Theo falls. <laughs> he falls off the top of the uh, whatever roof they were on and lands. That that suit of armor is awesome, by the oh, way. Oh, that's so dope. Uh, oh, it's like dips Halloween. It's like yeah, dips. It, but it's, dips. It, it saved him from bullets. Uh, like a thirty foot fall, mm. and I right in front of a news right in front of a news. Oh, uh, that whole thing was great. Right in front the, of the news camera. <laughs> that was great. And like the acting was pretty superb there too. Mm-hmm. That all those news people were just acting as like, if yeah, like is that Theo Gallivant? Like I wonder, I wonder where they were in where they were like on the shooting schedule yeah. of those actors. That like how much you had to explain to them. Yeah. Or it would have just been the equivalent of okay, imagine it was John F. Kennedy. Just no, no, just bear with me. Imagine you see someone fall, hit a van, in a fall that they should have died from. They get up. And then it's John F. Kennedy. Like, it's unmistakably John F. Kennedy. Let's just act that way. Yeah. I'm also available as a director. <laughs> I'm an editor. I'm a writer. I, uh, I do editing. Um, all right. So, uh, where else am I? We are... Okay, so, uh, Gallivant gets seen on the TV, and I liked how they showed every everyone's reactions to it. So, you see mm-hmm. Butch chilling with, uh, chilling with his two girlfriends. Um... <laughs> And Barbara's still dealing with her psychosis, and and him and uh, Tabitha see her brother on the on the TV, mm-hmm. which is that's I think that's what I was, a lot of us were really waiting for to see what she would say. Mm-hmm. And then we see Bruce see it, and Look. Bruce is just like Hugo's behind this. And then we see Penguin see it, and Penguin has this devilish grin. I thought Penguin would be upset because mm-hmm. like I I killed this guy, he killed my mom, but Penguin was just like I Penguin he's, was happy about it. I know because then he gets to kill him again. Maybe maybe he's just in such a like a psychosis, like a psychotic well, haze right when now. When we make it to predictions, which we're not quite there yet. Oh, when, we're about to be there. W- once we do, I think we do need to decide amongst us whether we think whether we think Penguin's a sleeper self or strange, or whether we think he outwitted strange. Okay. You know what? Let's do uh, predictions right now, because I'm done. I'm done with this damn episode. Wow. This was a good episode. It was good. Now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. All right. Damn, I love that music. It's I feel like I have powers. Okay. And it's gone. Oh, Alright, I think Jim Gordon will turn will turn Azrael back into Galavan. Okay. I think Enigma <laughs> I like how you have it in, on your loose sleeve, like in big in big yeah. letters. Well, because right. you saw me write it because it was in the middle of the episode. You got excited. I, I made a point to sell you. Like I'm writing this down, <laughs> so when it happens I can show you that I wrote this down twenty minutes ago. So I'm like, yeah, alright, you made this up. Um yeah. Nigma is going to find his way downstairs to Indian Hill, mm-hmm. and he's going to become the puzzle master for Hugo Strange. He's going to be the man that unlocks every man's mind in those cells. So that Matt, is, all right, you know what, Steve? That's his purpose. Okay, Steve. That's his purpose for this reign of you monsters, including Fish Mooney. I think it was the we had ice cream cake before we came in here. Was it the ice cream cake it that gives you that, cake. Uh, that jolt cake. of brain energy right now? Ice that cream was, cake gives me ridiculous amounts of brain energy. I like that prediction. That's a really good by one. By the way, by the way, the ice cream cake was for our engineer, James Frank. Yes. It's his birthday. Hit him up on Twitter, at the Jimbo Slice. Oh. You, you just G- filled with compassion today. The Jimbo Slice, who I had a slice of his ice cream cake. And it was good. Carvel. So good. Shout out to Carvel. <laughs> um, uh, go um, on. Um, yes, I think there's going to be a banding together amongst Tabitha Butch, Penguin, Gordon, I think Penguin outsmarted. I think Penguin outsmarted Hugo Strange, and he's not um, a ploy. And I then, will co-sign like, you on that. And I think those people would be a, would, and obviously um, Bruce and Alfred 
and obviously Gordon and Bullock, they're all going to be an unlikely pairing to go up against the monsters led by Azrael and puppet mastered by um, Hugo Strange. Okay. That's what I got. Also, Fish Mooney is said to return episode 22. 22? I... Well, I mean, I've I heard conflicting things. We're, I'm pretty sure we're getting Fish Mooney in the next three weeks. I I don't think we're going to see her in a commercial. I think we're going to see her at the end of an episode, like as like a sudden like fish, and then and then you'll, then you'll see her next week. You know, I don't know. I feel like no. I feel like the price you got to pay for Jada Pinkett Smith, you got to put her on a car. You got to put so her on a commercial. For Jada. You got to make her. You got to make her do Ellen. Like you got really. Okay, I'm down for it. I love, I love Jada down, Pinkett. I would, I would like to see Jada Pinkett Smith dance with Ellen. Yes, I would too. I think Make I, it I, happen. I think I, I think I, I think they've done that before. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm down for I'm down for Jada come back. So I want to see Fish Mooney. I don't have a prediction. I'm just I'm actually very. Do you think Jerome comes back this year? No, Jerome's not coming back. Jerome's not coming no, back this and year. Jerome, I think I think there's going to be a uh, an epic scene to end this season. Where it 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 shows all of the creations of Indian Hill, mm-hmm. but they don't really interact. But you just see what happens and where it's going. I mean, I I still think there's a possibility that Jerome is just the idea that the real Joker will use later on. No, I'm I, not, that, I, I guarantee that. Yeah, I don't think Jerome's. I think Jerome. I never done. said Joker. I said Jerome. But yeah. you think you think he doesn't come back and be mm. an even stronger idea? Nah. I could see him being a part of this wave of monsters. I think they have enough that they could leave him off. Um, Martin in the chat, do you think Butch will survive to the end to take Falcone's place as the mob boss in the beginning of Bruce's career? Yes, I do. I mean, yeah, me too. That seems perfect. I hope he does. I like Butch. I really enjoy that actor. Yeah, I like Butch. I hope they keep him around. Yeah, and he and he like it's hard not to like Butch. Like he's, he hasn't done anything that makes me say and uh, I hate this character. I want him to go down. And if you look at if you watch the first season where his character was to how where his character began, I think mm. he's had one of the probably the best arcs. Yeah, his he had a whole episode in season one about just like loyalty and friendship yeah. and how he turned on a, he turned on an old friend. Like there's a lot of cool stuff with yeah. with Butch that he's like a real slow burn long term character. Yeah. Um, Boo sixty nine bs says oh, I want to see Jerome. Eric Olin says wrong, Michael. Oh damn! Actually, I just <laughs> I, I checked his chat history. He said that seven times. Jeez. What's his name? Um, I don't. I don't think I'm gonna give you that fuel. I no, said I'm, not, I'm not mad at him. Like, I, I like. I like it when you disagree Eric with me. Eric Owen in Eric the chat. Owen. All right, Eric. Um, <laughs> screw you, pal. No, I'm playing. That's great. I'm glad you think I'm wrong. Yes, I'm um, glad you think I'm I wrong. I think we're good Eric. on predictions, though. I'm I think, yeah, I don't got one. <laughs> sorry. I mean, I mean, you you knocked it out the park. I roll up with I, you, I roll up in the club and be like, I got predictions. Yeah, you rolled up. You rolled up and you dropped it, man. Sorry. Like, that came all kind of crazy, but no. But you dropped it. You we'll workshop that. Yeah, we'll, we'll workshop that. Uh, but that makes perfect sense. I, I like your predictions. I like the Enigma one. Um, yeah, that's it for this week, guys. Yeah. Uh, please go to YouTube.com/slashAfterBuzzTV. Like, subscribe, iTunes. Do the same thing. Share. Uh, my name is Michael Drew. You can find me on Twitter at Michael underscore Drew Michael E A L. Also Instagram. Same thing. Steve. You guys can find me on Twitter almost exclusively. I'm at Steve Kaufman. That is K A U F. M-A-N-N. I believe Modern Family is happening this Wednesday night, so I'll be doing that. I'm also the founding member of an improv team called The Show That Should Not Be Named, and we're doing a bunch of shows upcoming this summer. I'll be tweeting about them regularly, including Las Vegas for LeviosaCon. That'll be the weekend of July 7th. Ooh. Also, guys, please go to Happy Wife Inc. on YouTube. 
And there's a Bats web series. It's called Bats that I partake in. And it's a comedy web series based off Batman. It's hilarious. Gotham guys, you'll like it. Good? Uh, yeah, get your plugs Stevie, in. people, next week. Out. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.